0: The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation.
1: Deep down, the middle's got his man, and he's gone! Jason Swain, touchdown! Yeah, yeah.
0: It's time for the Swain event
2: with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan.
1: All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop them.
2: It's time for the Swain event fueled by dead-end barbecue.
1: Give me two mouth and a red flag. (laughs)
2: Swing Events, fueled by Data and Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. 865 25503 is our telephone number. It is Tuesday. We're back to game week. We are back to the official game week for Tennessee football. This week, man, Kentucky Wildcats. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center studio. I hope you are having a great morning. Thank you for making the Swain event part of your morning. We are very, very fortunate and blessed that you are joining us. A 255 3 is the number to the Iris Network's hotline. 90 days, no payment for business internet. Ben McKee, good morning. Good
3: morning. How are you? Man, I'm fired up. I'm, I'm glad are you are you doing better than Texas assistant coach Jeff Banks this morning? I'm probably probably Have you heard the the Jeff Banks story that that took to Twitter last night? Dude, I fell asleep watching
2: the Monday night football game. I was watching the game in the first
3: half and the second half the game was watching me. I understand. But I also feel like it is important that we start here today. We can't wait for, for what? Oh, we can't wait? No. So we're going to talk about Jeff Banks and Dan Mullen? <laughs> we're talking about Jeff Banks first. Dan Mullen is sending Jeff Banks a gift basket this morning. Thank you. Thank you for, for taking college football Twitter's attention away from me.
2: Wait a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this can't be this 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 cannot be true <laughs> this cannot be true are, are we verifying are we checking
3: this m- with multiple sources I want it to be true because it is amazing
2: are we a, a thousand percent sure? That this is accurate This looks like a What's that
3: website called The Onion The Onion Jeff Banks Allegedly Has A girlfriend Who likes To Dance for money And Allegedly This This female Has a Pet monkey Who performs with her at times. And the, this female has also appeared on Jerry Springer. The the facts about the girlfriend are true. Her her dancing for money, being her occupation or or former occupation and and her having a a pet monkey that has also performed with her at times. Uh allegedly th- this pet monkey bit a little kid uh, on Halloween during trick-or-treat. My goodness. Now,
2: I have heard about um, the former Alabama's um,
3: wife. I have heard about her.
2: I have. hmm
3: So, Dan, Dan Mullen is sending Jeff Banks a gift basket. mm Dan this, Mullen. This morning. Ain't getting off clean, buddy. Because <laughs> that, happened, that happened in Texas.
2: What Dan Mullen said happened in the SEC and last time I checked, Texas is not in the SEC just yet. They might as well be. Not just yet. Not so fast, my friend.
3: Dan Mullen, you ain't getting off. mm not today. Speaking of Lee Corso, did you realize that he was 86? Oh, yeah. He, he I mean, I know it's old. obvious that he's old, but I didn't realize he was that old. I mean, I thought he was kind of like 81, 82.
2: When was the last time you 86? watched College
3: Game Day? Saturday. You couldn't tell he was 86? You couldn't tell he was... Not that old. Eighty six is old. Old. Sorry if anybody's listening. And it's in his eighty six. I mean, it's, I his, his, it's old. His lower eighties. Did Did you see uh, the the guy from The Hangover on on Game Day by chance? And and, and his, his his clip on on Game Day. Yeah, I don't watch Game Day. Well, I, I, I do because they don't they.
2: I watch Game Day when Tennessee's a little bit better,
3: and and Tennessee's not a punchline. Well. They didn't talk about Tennessee this week because Tennessee was on a bye week. Well,
2: still, man, I, there's only so much I can handle with folks cracking jokes at Tennessee because I'm kind of sensitive when it comes to that stuff. I'm, I'm ready to fight. That's fine. And the last thing I need to be doing is pulling uh, Adam Sandler from Happy Gilmore and trying to fight Lee
3: Corso. That, that just would be good. <laughs> well, usually it's David Pollock or Desmond Howard that's got a slick little comment. But they, they you know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pick out Lee because that's somebody I know I can take. You know the (laughs) the 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 funny dude from The Hangover, not one of the four main characters. Yeah, but uh, what about him? I don't know his name. And everybody was funny, so I'm I'm, I'm scared to describe him because I I uh, I don't want to get canceled this morning. Um, he's short, little, just just just. We'll figure it out. Just just continue. But he he had a he had a funny clip off to show you uh during the break. He's a, a comedian, he's always in the in the funny stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm bad at movie characters. Forgive forgive my ignorance this uh this morning. Mr. Chow, Ken Kim Jong. Oh yeah, he's hilarious. Yes, he is. And he was the guest picker for the Michigan State Michigan game. Yeah, he's a, this he's weekend. And he, he put in a little a little green clip on hairpiece in his hair. It was like playing with it the whole time i'll have to i'll I'll pull it up during for what you want to know a fun fact about him yeah like
2: he went to school to be a doctor and he was a legit doctor and then one day he was like i don't want to be a doctor anymore i want to be a actor and then boom he decided to go he's hilarious be an actor
3: and he's a funny actor so that's that's what happened yeah, I got. I got our. It right. It's twenty two seconds long. It it is hilarious. He was asked to pick the UCLA Houston game on on College Game Day. Good thing Tremel's not on the show, man. He would have got everybody counts. It had me rolling.
0: Went to UCLA Med School. Shout out Tran. You completely ho. That's her last name. That's her last name. Relax,
3: ESPN. How dare you? Apparently, his wife's last name is is Ho, and uh, he picked UCLA because he he was. Or she was going to go to uh med school at UCLA. Yeah. And and was letting her her know that you complete me you complete me, Ho. Oh, gotcha. But her last name is is Ho. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I, I was rolling. She he's funny, man.
2: He's funny. And I'm telling you, he should be a doctor. Well, I guess once you're a doctor, you're not you're still a doctor, I guess. But uh yeah, he he's he's a doctor, but he's funny, man. He's goofy. Rodney and says, uh Wait, wait! A are we doing this to start the show? We gotta come back to this, man. We gotta come back to this. It is Tuesday, at the beginning of the of the show, and I know that the kiddos here in Knox County they're out of school because of voting. But my goodness, voting! Yeah, they, what are we voting for? Um, c- officials, city officials. So uh, the schools are used for polling sites, and so the schools are out today. So. Hmm. That's why you have not seen my kids this morning. They are knocked out. Um, Speaking of sleep, was Dan Mullen asleep in his press conference yesterday? Oh, Dan. Was Dan Mullen asleep? Wake up, Dan. Does Dan Mullen think he is coaching at Utah as an assistant under Urban Meyer? Does Dan Mullen bump his head and is asleep in a coma? Like, what is going on with Dan Mullen? I think I know what's going on with Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen is tired. He's tired of y'all's crap. Y'all's? Y'all's. Everybody's. He's tired. He's tired. We're tired of his crap. Uh, No, we're not. No, we're not. I love his crap. I hope his crap is re-signed, and I hope his crap gets an extension. Well, it's not going to. In Florida. But Dan Mullen is tired. He's tired of y'all's crap. He's tired of the pressure inside of the SEC. He's over it. It sounded good to be a head coach when he was an offensive coordinator at Florida. Yes, man, my time. Look at Urban, man. Look at me. I'm the one that working with Tim Tebow. I was working with Chris Lee. I was doing the work. I want to be a head coach. And he finally got his time to be a head coach. He went on to Mississippi State. And the little engine that could, did everything that he could at Mississippi State. Went out, got that that, uh, that Prescott, and LSU didn't want him. He wanted him. He turned him into a NFL starting quarterback, a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. He took Mississippi State to heights they had never been before. Number one in the country. Dan Mullen said, man, I – I, I need some better talent. If I want to really compete for a championship, I need better talent. I need a better job. And he still couldn't get one when he wanted to get one. He had to wait.
3: Because he's a cornball.
2: He had to wait. He had to wait for the right opening. Because if you're getting paid $4 million in Mississippi State, there's no point of taking a lateral job, making the same amount of money, and you don't have a true shot of winning a championship. So the job didn't really open up for him. The right job didn't open up for Dan Mullen. And then Florida opened up. And Florida opened up after Tennessee because Tennessee kind of looked at him and there was some talk about Tennessee hiring Dan Mullen. Maybe I'm kind of glad it didn't happen, even though he's a dang good football coach. But it's more than just being a good football coach in this conference if you want to be successful. But anyways, I'll go back to the original point. The original point is he finally gets an opportunity. At Florida finally gets it, oh, yeah, it's time. Yo, Urban, look at me. Look at me, Urban. Look at me, Urban Meyer. I'm about to do it. I'm about to do the same thing you did, Urban. Here it comes. And he inherited some talent that was left over by the previous coach. Who was the previous coach? Was that Will Bunch, champ?
3: No, uh, Jim McElwain. Hark Shumper. Or a Shark Humper.
2: There was a, a Jim McElwain. Jim McElwain was alright at recruiting. He was alright. He wasn't Will Muschamp. Will Muschamp was a beast on the recruiting trail. But he was alright. But still, Dan Mullen had some talent. And Dan Mullen took that talent, and last year was pretty damn good. Now it's time for Dan Mullen to show how he can recruit. And for the first time since Dan Mullen has been there, the cat is out the bag officially. Now, we've suspected Dan Mullen not really serious about recruiting. We knew this when he was at Mississippi State. We knew this when his name was being mentioned for the last couple years that Dan Mullen really don't like recruiting that much. He likes signing day. He likes signing day. You know why he likes signing day? Because he likes to show off his shoes. Look at my shoes, guys. This My shoes helped me get this recruit. Signing day and SEC media days. Those are Dan Mullen's favorite off-season days because he can show off his shoes. Look at my shoes. Now I have George. I used to have Yeezys when we was with Mississippi State and I had Adidas. Now I got George, everybody. Look at my shoes. Look at my shoes, recruit. R- recruit, you can't afford these shoes, but I can. How you like that? How you like that? Let me rub these shoes in your face. You can't get them. If you get them, it's illegal. But I can get them. So let me rub them in your face. Don't you want to play for me because I got cool shoes? Shoes that you can't get right now?
3: He's going to rub what in
2: their face? Shoes. 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 The shoes in his face. And Dan Mullen had had enough. The pressure. He had enough, man. Last year, he made a comment about COVID. When Florida played on the road, Texas and got beat. And the fans went crazy. It was like there was no COVID at College Station. And Dan said, I want Florida to be like that. I want our crowd to be like that. And, you know, his comments was picked apart. He had to answer for those at the press conference. Probably got really annoyed. I would, too, if I was him. And then this year, he got comfortable. You can't get too comfortable. He's fed up. He's tired. But he got too comfortable. Man, he got comfortable. After I lost to a bitter in-division rival, Georgia, he was asked about recruiting. And boy, did Dan Mullen let his guard down. He got too comfortable. Dan Mullen says, we're in the season now. We'll do recruiting after the season. When it gets to recruiting time, we can talk about recruiting. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Damn, mother. Shh. You get too comfortable, man. Too comfortable. He let it out. He's fed up and he let it out. He got too comfortable. He got too comfortable. He's had enough. He's had enough of your ish, man. You and your rivals in 247. He tired of y'all and these
3: rankings. He's tired of y'all in these stores. He's tired of y'all. If he'd quit sucking, he wouldn't have to worry about us. He's tired of y'all recruiting guys. I get what Dan Mullen was trying to trying to say. Like it it did get taken out of context on on Twitter Mm. as if he he meant, oh, I'll start recruiting when when recruiting season gets here. Mm. That's not what he meant. He just he knows that Florida sucks in recruiting right now, so he didn't want to talk about recruiting. Now, it anyway, came out wrong. It, it did. What he should have done is taken that opportunity to recruit right then and there. Ooh, there you go, Ben. There you See, go. I, I can play both sides. I, I can recognize that for the most part it was it was taken out of context, but also realize that it was a stupid comment because you could have taken advantage of the moment. You could have seized the moment, and you could have recruited right then and there. And And... Talked about what you needed, and then went and sold it to a recruit. Hey, look, I look. I even told the media that I I need you. I tell you all the time, I need you. Look, I even told the media I need you.
2: This is the twenty second right here. Thirty. This is yeah thirty. This is a full right. Yes.
3: Bag up, bag up, up here. Put in
2: Thirty second timeout. No, I think I need a full timeout. <laughs> Didn't Florida have,
3: like, two or 3D commitments in the last two weeks? Uh, th- two recently, three over the last, like, month or so. This is why. And two of them are, are looking like they're going to go to Georgia after, did you see Kirby, Kirby Smart's comments after the Georgia-Florida game? You always got to be recruiting, because if you're not recruiting, somebody else is. That's why Dan Mullen
2: can't even get close to saying these words, I don't care if you feel like it's taken out of context or not. You can't even you can't even say anything close to this if you are damn well. You always be recruiting. That's what makes this conference so difficult. It's so challenging. It's why Mike Gundy was like, no, no. The idea of going to the SEC is going to get me some money, so I appreciate you, Tennessee, twice. But Mike Gundy likes hunting, likes fishing, likes going home early. Dude, I've heard Mike Gundy is at the house by 6, 7 o'clock. You can't do that in this conference. You got to talk to people. You got to talk to recruits. You got to play some Fortnite with them. Fortnite. You do. You got to talk to the recruits. More than recruits, talk to their girlfriends. This is what you have to do in the SEC. This is why it was terrible timing for Dan Mullen. Now, Florida, let me holler at you, Florida. Officials at Florida, let me holler at you. Dan Mullen just made a mistake, okay? He's under a lot of stress. He's doing his best. He's a really good coach. He's a really good coach. He develops quarterbacks well. And can you do can you do any better than Ann Mullen Mullin? Florida, come on now. This was a mistake. Let's cancel all the media media availability for the week. Oh, you already did that. No players can talk. You know, talking to the media for the players actually helps their their profile a little bit, you know, for NIL, but don't worry about that. Dan has nice shoes. Who cares about the players? All right.
3: This is just a mistake, Florida. Don't hold this against Dan. You can't tell Florida not to hold this against him while also throwing him under the bridge. You can't do both at the same time. I can throw him under the bridge. I can pull him back up. Okay, but but – don't on, don't tell Florida to give, keep him. Give me your hand, Dan. I'll and, help you and up and give him an extension while also pointing out mm. how corny he is and, and about his shoes. Florida, Florida's going to hear that too because it's about forgiveness, man. This is a, this is this is
2: bigger than just comments. This is a life lesson about forgiveness and about helping your fellow man up after you throw them under the bridge. You help them back up. This is what I'm doing with Dan Mullen. Come on, Dan. Pull your hand, pull your hand out. I'll help you up, Florida. Dan made a mistake. There's not a lot of coaches out here better than Dan Mullen. I'm not saying give him a five-year extension, but you know, like a two-year extension, two-year extension. Don't get Tennessee just enough time. Anyways, um, don't do anything drastic, Florida. I mean, you don't want to be competing, you know, with LSU. Who's looking for a head coach? Florida, come on. You don't want to do that. You know LSU's a better job than Florida. Come on now. Keep Dan Mullen. Keep Dan Mullen. Don't worry, Florida. He's not going to the NFL because Dan Mullen wouldn't last a week in the NFL locker room.
3: No, he is way too corny. Imagine
2: him going to the NFL locker room going, hey, guys, look at my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Shut your up! <laughs> imagine Dan trying to trying to be cool in front of the grown men. Hey guys, what's up? How you doing? What's hey 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 man? What's up? Uh, leave. Imagine imagine Dan's family member right before the game trying to kiss the players on the cheek. Uh, ma'am, excuse me. I'm uh, married. Move out my way.
3: Try to get ready for the game. And you do not look as good as these other women.
2: <laughs> Dan's family member get get beat up before the game. Which family <laughs> member? His family member. <laughs> so that that's not a good fit. Dan Mullen in the NFL is not a good fit. So Florida, don't worry about him going anywhere. He is staying put at Florida. He's staying put. He's staying put. You cannot say that if you're Dan Mullen. You have to be the one who loves recruiting. Like if you go to a restaurant and you ask the waiter, and it's your first time, you ask the waiter, Hey, what should I get? Is this place good? If the waiter says, Man, it's all right. I mean, I'm just working here. <laughs> Food's all right. Yeah, I don't I don't really eat here. It ain't that good to me. Like, you're not gonna wanna eat there. You're gonna leave. Dan Mullen is like, yeah.
3: I don't like recruiting that much, either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as,
1: you yeah, as, as, bad,
3: <laughs> as bad as it is for Dan Mullen to cancel <laughs> media the rest of the week, again, like you said, not allowing players to expand their brand because of NIL and just canceling your own media availability because you are a coward, that that's all bad, really bad. But it's better than him getting up there and talking. It's it's better for Dan Mullen to not speak at all. Oh yeah, for Dan, yeah, for sure. <laughs> to for, get up there damn, and, damn and talk for thirty minutes with with the reporters because he's going to say something far worse during that media availability than you know, than the blowback he'll get for for not talking.
2: You know what's annoying? It's the brutal truth. And you won't like it, and the people listening won't like it, but it's the truth. <sighs> we can't beat him. We can't beat this dude right now. Now times is coming. Tennessee can't beat Florida. Last time I checked, he was a coach of Florida. He's been the coach of Florida the last two years. We can't beat him. That's the thing that's annoying. We lose we keep losing to this dude. We listen to this dude. And why can't we play Florida this week coming off a bye? Florida was at their peak when we played them. Look at them now. Look at them. Dan Mullen had to play Richardson against the number one team in the country, arguably the best defense we've seen in in, in the last decade. He had to play him, Being That was a political move because Richardson – is thinking about leaving. He had to play him. Had to. Dan Mun's like, listen, man, this 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 whole Florida thing with the politics and, ooh, man, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I to feel bad for Dan because I don't know where Dan's gonna do. I don't know where he's gonna go. He can't just leave and go to the NFL because I don't think he's NFL quality. He's at Florida. So maybe he'll pull Jim McElwain. and go, man, I'm gonna coach football somewhere else. Give me my money. I just want to coach good football. The whole being at Florida and the brand and all that stuff, that's that I don't need that. Just man, let me go to Miami or something. No, 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 no. He needs to go back somewhere TCU. like
3: Mississippi State that will appreciate all the, the corniness. Because he's winning seven, eight games a year, and occasionally he'll he'll have nine or ten wins. He, he needs to go somewhere that is okay with, with those results. Like a Mississippi State. Shout out to
2: Rachel Barbeau, who always chooses Joy. Why? Ben, because her middle name is Joy. Just a reminder. Because you Freeze
3: told her to choose Joy.
2: No, because her middle name is actually Joy. And she is showing love to Tennessee fans. She did this last night on social media. She quote tweeted the video of the Michigan State fan base kicking a, well, some of the members of the fan base, destroying a car. And Rachel says, And the Tennessee fans got lambasted for mustard and water bottles. But they... What do you call this emoji, Ben? Thinking emoji. A thinking emoji. Emoji. Listen, I'm not excusing any of it. I just think UT fans get unfairly jumped on by national media. A lot. P.S. I I feel so terrible for whoever owns this car. Why? Why? But the one dude, I want to know him. One dude was like, yo, what jumped in the middle, was like, what are y'all doing? Y'all stupid. Stop. He's trying to stop everything. And there's some former Tennessee beat riders. That man. When they get off the Tennessee B, they show acting brand new. Acting brand new. hmm We know who you are. Acting real brand new. I can say your names. Why not? I'm going to sub Acting real brand new. Real brand new. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Swain Event. fueled by Dead and Barbecue. Be right back.
0: you want to get in on the conversation call the iris networks hotline at 865-200-5503 grow your business with iris networks high-speed fiber internet IrisNetworksusa.com.
2: hi there swain Event family are you in the market purchase a home and a bit freaked out with the market right now as someone who's been in your spot before i'm familiar with what's going through your brain and as a realtor i've mastered the ins and outs of the buying process when you work with me, you'll benefit from my experience and together we'll work toward making sound, smart decisions for your future. And of course, talk a little vol sports along the way. Just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at Forty Second Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's tree and landscaping service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding crane services and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential jc's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around don't risk your land with a fly by night service jc's tree and landscaping is licensed and insured give them a call at 865-599-3799 When I made the move to my own studio, I was worried about this. I was worried about that. I was worried about, hey, did I get this piece of equipment? Did I get that piece of equipment? Does that sound good? Does that not sound good? One thing I didn't have to worry about, that was office furniture because Office Furniture Outfitters met my furniture needs. With a 50,000 square foot facility, they have East Tennessee's largest selection and are the best value for new and used office furniture. Located in Knoxville, it's easy to find everything you need for your new space, including desks, file cabinets, chairs, conference tables, and more. Office Furniture Outfitters is turnkey. They came to my place, we mapped everything out that was needed, they delivered, and, get this, set everything up. To learn more about what Office Furniture Outfitters can do for you, log on to OFONOX.com. That's OFONOX.com. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Steven Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill. Or call 865-693-5400.
0: dot com
1: Oh! Ah!
2: the sec they remember what you do in november everyone says that ben everybody every player every coach says that they said it when i was playing this is a time this is a time when you crank it up the transition from the third quarter to the fourth quarter you see all the players on each sideline throwing up the fours throwing up the fours we throwing up the ends for november Put your ends up, Ben. Ben, participate. Ends for November. End. There you go. It's November time. <laughs> Put your ends up. November. They Remember what you do in November for Tennessee. What a perfect game to start off the month.
3: All right, Ben, what is for around the SEC? Georgia at Tennessee. Next Saturday inside of Neyland Stadium will kick off at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on CBS. That's a, that's a perfect time. It is. It is. So Tennessee does, in fact, get an SEC on CBS game this year. So next Saturday, folks, you get to listen to Gary Danielson. Yes.
2: Um, Ben, why is this game the homecoming game? Who has that answer? <laughs> can we can we can we find out who was in charge of that decision?
3: It wasn't me. I can tell you that. I know that. It was Shaggy, not me. I know that.
2: Yeah, I it wasn't why.
3: me. I know it wasn't you. <laughs> I'm trying why. to find
2: out who it was.
3: though. I, I don't know why you would make
2: this the homecoming game. It, I know it's not Danny White because he just got here.
1: Who well, decided?
2: that this was a homecoming game. When did we start booking SEC games for homecoming? When did that start?
3: Well, I I did not even know homecoming was, was next Saturday. So does it even really matter in the grand scheme of things? Because homecoming is not what it is, what it used to be, or what it was in high school. I mean, just homecoming is supposed to be a game that's played
2: at noon against South Alabama. Or Vanderbilt. No, not even a Vanderbilt, I man. Vanderbilt's an SEC team. Sort of. In football. But you get what I'm saying. Stay focused, Ben. Homecoming is supposed to be against a team that you pay in November, that you play at noon. Why? Because now you can go out after the game and get your party on. Drop down and get your eagle on. You could like you could have time to do that. The parties. Who decided to mess with tradition? Who 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 decided that? I wanna know whose decision was to so, say, hey, you know what? I got a good idea. Let's
3: book Georgia for homecoming. Let's do, let's change it up. It'd just be even better once Tennessee upsets number one, Georgia. What I don't understand is why next Saturday at 7 p.m. on ESPN2, when Kentucky travels to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt, uh, who decided at Vandy that it was a good idea to black out? To to do a blackout. What's what's going on? Vanderbilt is doing a blackout next Saturday for when it hosts Kentucky. (coughs) How does that make sense? <clears throat> why? Why would you do that? So they need—they need to. That is for what they need to do a come out. No. Just,
2: just, just come to the game.
3: Yeah, they all do that. First, they are wearing like brand new all black unis, so they'll be blacked out in terms of, of the uniform. But ben, Ben, it's going to be a lot of blue you, in that stadium, and a lot of silver.
2: You cannot do <laughs> a blackout, a gold out, a blue out, a red out. A orange out. You can't do none of those outs. The, the unless you have are hilarious. Unless you have at least 90% attendance. At least. Like I was watching, I was at the Ole Miss Game, and there were some empty seats up, up top. And like it didn't look right. Because I thought it was Checker kneeling with orange and white, not Checker kneeling with orange, white, and silver. Vanderbilt doing a blackout? Yep. Let me check these comments out. Oh, it's hilarious.
3: What y'all going to do? Spray paint the bleachers black?
2: (laughs) I don't even smoke, and I'm laughing like a
3: smoker. (laughs) Speaking (coughs) of Vanderbilt, (laughs) four-star freshman defensive lineman Marcus Bradley, who Tennessee recruited under Jeremy Pruitt, he has entered the transfer portal. Who? Marcus Bradley. Where? Where? A Vanderbilt defensive lineman who no, it recruited I'm good now nah, man uh, lSU quarterback miles Brennan is in the transfer portal hmm. waited three years to start at lSU, got injured three games into his first year in 2020, hmm. then broke his arm before the 2021 fall camp miles Brennan, a pretty good quarterback, he is in the transfer portal because hmm. he has run into a lot of bad luck. Injury wise, I want to run through the SEC player of the week of the week uh, following week at nine real quick before we get to a, a lengthy article about Dan Mullen and Florida.
2: If Tennessee brings in a quarterback transfer, the first question of the interview needs to be. So. How do you feel about being Hinden Hooker's
3: backup next year?
2: Something you okay with?
3: Well, first, let's make sure Hinden Hooker returns. Before we ask those questions. Hey, man. Hendon,
2: you want some of this NIL money, man? Huh? Huh, Hendon? You want want some of this NIL money? Hendon,
3: Hendon, Hendon, let me holler at you. Lord knows you've made all the money in Knoxville this fall and could help out from all the stuff you've been doing. Hendon, shh, Hendon. I got five on it right here.
2: (laughs) Hendon, you want some of this NIL money to come back?
3: Let's go. The SEC Offensive Players of the Week were Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers and Missouri running back Tyler Beatty. that's a typo. Rogers was 33 of 36, as we discussed yesterday, and broke the single-season school record for completions on the season with 327, Uh, completed an SEC record 92.3% of his attempts, Thirty-six of thirty-nine, uh, beating Josh Dobbs' previous ninety-one point two percent. Dobbs was thirty-one of thirty-four against Vanderbilt in two thousand and sixteen, and Will Rogers broke his record by point by one point one percent because he had, they both only had three incompletions, but Will Rogers had more. Attempts so he had a higher completion percentage (laughs) Poor Dobbs
2: Yeah because he had a great performance and they still lost But Also you know his record is broken But you know records are meant to be broken right Here's a funny thing Kentucky Basically Had and I'm pretty sure they take Pride in their defense Mark Stoops is A defensive coach But they let Will Rogers Go for An SEC record SEC record of efficiency of accuracy, and here's the thing that's funny, and I'm laughing about it. Even though we play them next, you would think, no, 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 we don't want that to happen because you know now they're gonna now they're gonna play the best game against us. They're gonna go back and fix it. Nah, man, they don't have no time to fix that. You don't have no time to fix being able to go up against a up-tempo offense, up-tempo offense that throws a football and makes you guard every blade of grass. That is an off-season project. I'm laughing because Kentucky has to go up against it again with a quarterback who is not as accurate as Will Rogers, but, man, he can beat you with his legs, and he can make plays because he has receivers that are – arguably better than Mississippi State's receivers. Mm-hmm. And Kentucky can't do anything about it in this short amount of time to fix it. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, man, it's going to be fun this weekend. Just hope we
3: don't turn the ball over and mess it up. Uh, Tyler Beatty set career highs for carries, rushing yards, and all-purpose yards in Missouri's win over Vanderbilt. He had 31 oh, carries that explains it for 254 yards and had 294 all-purpose yards. Auburn linebacker Jacoby McLean was the defensive player of the week, along with Nolan Smith of Georgia. McLean at Auburn had a game-high 14 tackles against Ole Miss. He had two sacks and two tackles for a loss. Uh, Nolan Smith at Georgia had four tackles, a half a tackle for a loss, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and his first career interception during Georgia's win over Florida. Missouri kicker Harrison Mevis was the special teams player of the week. Auburn defense lineman Colby Wooden was the defensive player of the week or the defensive lineman of the week. Uh, LeQuinston Sharp, the center at Mississippi State, was the offensive lineman of the week. And Kentucky linebacker Trevin Wallace was the freshman of the week. And I paused because I don't understand how a team can <laughs> lose so bad. And you be named a player of the week. Yeah, Tennessee had a bye week, but there, there is that. I wanted to discuss this article that was in the Athletic, yesterday morning. Interesting. Did uh, did did you see the 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 Florida beat writer go call up some some other SEC coaches and, and get their thoughts on on what's happening at Florida?
2: I did see a little bit of the comments, but you know. My friend who has a subscription did not send me the article.
3: Hmm. It helps if you ask and communicate that you want to read the article. I've been
2: hanging out with people that are not good at communicating, so my bad. Must have been hanging out with – never mind. Uh,
3: One (laughs) SEC East coach said of Florida that they just don't play hard. Georgia is trying to rip your head off. They might be up 30 to nothing, and their linebackers are flying upfield to get after your A-double-S. Florida is a finesse Mm -hmm. team. Kentucky plays hard. You watch Florida on tape. They've got skill, but they're not physical. Uh, One SEC offensive coach whose team faced Florida earlier this year. They play with zero discipline. They don't play hard. We were more physical and much better than them in the box, said another SEC offensive coach. We were mauling them. Uh, Another SEC offensive coach, we thought going in, that it was going to be one of the best defenses we faced, but they just weren't physical. They don't look motivated, not fired up, no juice. Schematically, they make no adjustments on defense. They have no answers. They'll stay in a too high shell as long as they can. They walk Jeremiah Moon down to create a five-man front and think they can stop the run with just that, but they can't. Uh, another SEC offensive Offensive coach says Todd Grantham spends all of his time on third down packages with exotic pressures. You can run the ball on them on third downs. There's no one in their front seven that scares you. They used to have defensive ends that were pass rush phenoms. They used to have shut down corners. They don't have either now. Sounds like a bunch of hating to me. I I love it.
2: Sounds like some hating Florida uh, AD. I wouldn't even pay attention to it. <laughs> they just jealous they're not at Florida. They hating. They hating. Oh. Ignore it. Ignore it, stop, uh, Scott Strickland. Ignore that. They just hating. They I, just hating on Dan Mullen. They wish they could be Dan.
3: Th- th- that's right. They wish they could be Dan. They they even throw Dan under the bus in, in his offense. It's been more of a throwing-based offense. They, they only run the ball as a change-up. When you get that way, you're naturally not going to be – as physical, you need to practice against the run in order to create a culture of physicality. Uh, Georgia is trying to take your soul the way they play the game. That's not how Florida plays. Last year we thought the <laughs> last year we thought these guys were soft on the O-line, but they had skill guys. Oh, Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Toney and Weapons. We thought they were more physical up front. But then you play them, and they're just not a tough team. They just don't finish. They don't string.
2: Oh, man. Dan, Dan,
3: Dan's not going to make it.
2: Scott Strickland, this is this is a witch hunt. This is a hit piece,
3: and you need to ignore it. Here, here's the one I love. You look at them in warm-ups, guys with their T-shirts hanging out. They look sloppy, Ugh. a little too nonchalant, too ragtag. They think they're better than they are. You listen to some of the things Mullen says after his team's lose. He starts talking about stats and how Mm. we really outplayed them. Basically, he's just making excuses. Your bunch makes mistakes in critical moments. Somebody from
2: Kentucky say that?
3: Uh, Probably. Didn't that happen in the Kentucky game?
2: Ooh. That 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 hit home right there. Strickland. Stay focused, man. This is garbage. This is trash. This is a hit piece. Ignore it. You stand by your coach. You lock arms. You give him an extension. Two years. Just enough time for Josh Hyper to get things right.
3: <laughs> I just don't get the sense that Dan Mullen is as obsessive about recruiting as Saban, Kirby, Orgeron, and even Ryan Day are. That's how those guys are when it comes to recruiting. That's how Urban was back when he was at Florida. Ultimately, at that stage, your head coach is so critical. Mullen is just not as dialed in, and you can't be that way if you're going to be competing for number one classes. I'm with you, Ballstorm. Don't pay attention, Florida AD. This is
2: rat poison. Well, yes. The good,
3: the good news is I don't think the Georgia AD is paying attention because he's too busy trying to make sure he saves his own job. No, uh, yeah, ain't in a bunker. Mike White has, hasn't been ideal. Dan Mullen hasn't worked out. Remember the incident with the Florida women's basketball coach that we talked about before the season. Yep. O'Sullivan, Sullivan, the baseball coach, has had some some interesting storylines. Yep. Like hey, like I said the segment segment a two ago, segment ago, I was like hey,
2: all this stuff that's going on, it hurts because we still haven't beaten them. So, golly, we gotta we gotta man, we gotta beat these dudes, man. We got to beat them. Like, this stuff doesn't happen at the beginning of the season. The implosion from Will Muschamp, Jim McElwain, this stuff happens in November. Like, the whole phrase, they remember what you do in November, Florida takes it in a different direction. Their implosion happens in November, and it's after Tennessee plays them. It's after Florida plays their best game. (laughs) Like, against Tennessee. So, you know, Ken, on um, Ken, and, and Rodney mentioned, hey, we can't, you know,
3: we, we we ain't been able to beat them.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's what I said the previous se- segment.
3: That's right, Ken. But uh, the, the stuff that's going on at Florida right now is sort of kind of the, the biggest story in the SEC right now. It's the biggest story. Yep. And, and it may be the biggest story in college football, aside from who is LSU, who is USC, who are those schools going to hire. Uh, we're going to talk about it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's the biggest story in the SEC, without a doubt. I mean, they shut down all of their media availability for the rest of the week except for Dan's midweek teleconference. Who like,
3: Dan Moan, think he is? Lincoln Riley?
2: Yeah, man. that That's a pretty big story, guys. Um, let's see. Let me get down here in the text box. Let me get on down here in the text box before we take a break at the top of the hour. Hmm. Brent from chat says Franklin takes LSU job Mullen takes Penn State Just to get out of the SEC yeah, It's going to be a nice little shakeup.
3: I do think that It's it's just a. I would At this point I would be surprised If Dan Mullen is the coach At, at Florida next year Yeah Which I hope Does not come to fruition Because I want Dan Mullen To be there for, for Another year or two So So Tennessee can Can get him But I just that, that's just leading to a breakup. It's just a matter of when, in my opinion.
2: The same way that people are happy that Tennessee hasn't figured it out yet, you know, getting getting everybody on the same page with the AD and the head coach is the same way that we looked at Georgia for so long when Mark Richt was there. Mark Richt was good, but we knew that they were they were not maximizing their capabilities. Well, Curry Smart has taken Georgia to another level. Florida is not maximizing. Their capabilities. And so you want, even though Tennessee is struggling against Florida with Dan Mullen, you don't want them to go hire another Urban Meyer, Ken, and Rodney. Hour two coming up.